the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I thought today we would uh, talk a lot about the whistleblower testimony yesterday. Uh, We will talk about it, but uh, there's been something else happened this morning that uh, I think is unquestionably more important and certainly more newsworthy because it just happened. And it involves testimony before Congress, but not about Hunter Biden. It involves uh, testimony from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Uh, I will not vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for president. Uh, He is not pro-life, and that is my uh, first test. But I will say, uh, we could certainly do worse uh, because we could have Joe Biden as president again or Gavin Newsom or any other Democrat. Uh, RFK Jr. is um, a lot like his dad and a lot like his uncle. And that means he's not at all like any modern Democrat. Because RFK believes in the open exchange of ideas. And what I think happened this morning, while he testified, and he's getting ready to go back in and testify, and we might grab some of his uh, fresh testimony live, because it's so compelling, uh, and because it's so true. It's, it's compelling because it's true. He is saying things that need to be said, believed, and committed to by us all, and that is that the very first amendment is the most important amendment to the Ohio, to the uh, to the U.S. Constitution, because without free speech, we do not have freedom. And I think what the Democrats who look—if you watched the whistleblower testimony yesterday—one thing you know is that Democrats have no interest in getting to the truth. They have no interest in getting to the truth on the Hunter Biden investigation. Oh, you mean a foreign country might have lined the pockets of the United States president and members of the United States president's family? Okay, well, you can't prove he did anything wrong. You can't tie it to Joe Biden. Do you not see that it's probably not ideal? that a U.S. president could be beholden to a foreign entity for the millions of dollars you have paid him and his family? No, nothing to see here. They have no interest in getting to the truth. They have no interest in getting to the truth on COVID. Could the Chinese have weaponized that against us? Yeah. They told us originally, oh, no chance, wet market. It was all a lie. They knew it was a lie. They continued to and continue to, many of them, still embrace the lie. Vaccines, boosters, social distancing, blah, 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 blah. Everything was absolutely positively necessary and founded in science until it was proven that it wasn't. The double standards abound across the spectrum of things that we talk about every day here on the show. And Democrats yesterday, when questioning the whistleblowers about their investigation and how their investigation was blocked, 
diminished, stalled. The Democrats had no interest. You know how I know they had no interest? Because they wouldn't ask them about it. Like, if you want to punch holes in their testimony, that is why they are sitting in front of you. But the Democrats, just time after time, person after person, moron after moron, talked about stuff that had no relevance. And one of the chief violators was some incredible stooge from Northeast Ohio. Man, if you are represented in Northeast Ohio by this buffoon, uh, I don't remember her name. I'll get her name for you. Uh, it's not Amelia Sykes. She's a buffoon for other reasons. But if you were represented by a Democrat yesterday in Congress who is more invested in protecting Joe Biden from accountability for he and his son and his grandchildren taking tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars, from China, Ukraine, and Romania? If you're more invested in protecting him, we must protect him, we must protect him, we must protect him, we can't look, we can't ask, we can't. Well, then you don't love the country because the country's got to mean more to you. Look, there are times, the way I could probably bring this home to you is most people in this town love Ohio State football. You love Ohio State football, right? You love it. You look the other way on violations. Michigan does something. Oh, it's terrible. Ohio State does something. Oh, it's not so bad. It's not really so bad, you know. But there has come a time at isolated points in the history of Ohio State football where the program had to be protected at the expense of a coach no matter how popular. One of them was Jim Tressel. They had Jim Tressel had to resign or be fired or whatever because it just got to the point where the negative headlines and yes, I know the rules have changed and all that stuff is legal now, but it wasn't legal then and you can't ever lie to the NCAA. So believe me, no, none of you know that investigation as good as I do. But they had to get a fresh start because the program had to be preserved because it was bigger than the person. In this country, I thought we were all dedicated to the fact that the country, the republic, the constitution, all had to be more enduring than the person. And I'll just say right now, so you know that I'm not a partisan, that applies to your desire to exonerate Donald Trump as well as, it desi- as well as it applies to your desire to exonerate Joe Biden. There comes a point where you just say, too much of a headache, let's move on. Or we got to get to the bottom of this. But Trump will have his day in court, and he will be fiercely prosecuted. And that is the difference between Trump and Joe Biden, because Joe Biden won't ever be asked. And that is unacceptable, and that is the definition of a double standard of justice. And the Democrats get away with that because they're very, very, very good at slurring people, at branding people, at marginalizing people, at demonizing people. Not their ideas, not people's ideas. No, they could have questioned the whistleblowers yesterday about, well, what did you find here and what did you find here and, you know, la, 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 la. No, they didn't do that. No, they talk about, you know, what? Do you know the rate that black people are audited by the IRS versus white people? Oh, you don't know? You're a racist. 
has nothing to do, nothing to do with what Gary Shapley was there to testify about. Nothing to do with it. And it goes to show you, by the way, all you LGBTQ people out there who you think the Democrats have your back. Being gay didn't save the whistleblower, the other whistleblower yesterday. He's married to a dude. He's a Democrat. Oh, his intersectionality bona fides will serve him every single place on earth until he steps in front of House Oversight to testify about how he was blocked investigating Joe Biden. Couldn't ask about Biden, couldn't interview Hunter Biden, couldn't talk to the Biden grandchildren. Oh, you're gay? Doesn't matter. We're coming after you. So, you say, what does all this have to do with RFK this morning? Well, it has everything to do with it because in a country that's truly free, you can truly speak freely and then you can be debated on the merits of your ideas. 102 Democrats, all Democrats, signed a letter that they released this morning before RFK testified saying that RFK was unbecoming to be heard of, heard from because he's anti-Semitic and he's a racist. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., anti-Semitic and a racist. Wait, isn't he a Democrat? Yes, doesn't matter. He's challenging Joe Biden. And he's, RFK says a lot of provocative things, but RFK a racist? Like, huh? Oh, but they didn't have a whole lot else to disparage him on, to discredit him on, so they're going to try to discredit him on that. Now, an interesting thing happened. The minority member of the House Judiciary Committee is a woman, Stacy Plaskett, from the Virgin Islands. Uh, people in the Virgin Islands don't pay taxes. I don't know why she's sitting in Congress. I don't know why the Virgin Islands has representation in Congress. They're not a state. Why they should have a representative there makes no sense to me. And she's an utter buffoon, which underscores why she shouldn't be sitting there. But Stacy Plaskett rips into RFK, calls him every name in the book, and then RFK sits his prepared statement aside and directly addresses her concerns. And Stacy Plaskett wouldn't look at him. While he was addressing her, she wouldn't even look at him. Now, do you have a guess what would happen if a Republican presidential candidate who's white were to disparage a black female witness in Congress? And then when the black female witness responded, the white male Republican presidential candidate wouldn't look at her. You have any idea how that would be received? The double standard on full display yesterday and this morning. Uh, the uh, whistleblower yesterday that we did not know uh, turns out he is an Ohio guy. Uh, Joseph Ziegler is from Kirtland, Ohio, which is on the east side of Cleveland. Nice suburb. Kind of be the uh, eh, comparable to the upper Arlington of uh, Cleveland. Uh, undergrad accounting degree from Ohio University. So all you Bobcats can take a bow unless you're, you know, Democrats, and then you hate him. Uh, masters, an MBA from John Carroll University. That's in uh, northeast Ohio, Cleveland. 
and he was the lead investigator, lead IRS agent on the Hunter Biden investigation. He's a Democrat, and he's gay. So he does not fit the profile of what Democrats were hoping for. They were hoping for a guy in a MAGA hat. Uh, They did not get one. (laughs) So uh, Mr. Ziegler uh, noted his uh, sexual preferences. He said, I recently discovered that people are saying that I must be more credible because I'm a Democrat who happens to be a married man, who happens to be married to a man, rather. The truth is my credibility comes today from my job experience with the IRS and my intimate knowledge of the agency's standards and procedures. Okay, I don't mind uh, him wanting to be known for that. I would want to be known for my uh, acumen and my uh, credentials as well. Uh, he was very impressive, and uh, he had a question. The most serious of Hunter Biden's crimes, tax evasion crimes, were allowed to lapse. The reason the investigation took five years, and by the way, Trey Gowdy, host of Sunday Night in America, hopefully future FBI director or attorney general of the United States. Uh, Trey Gowdy said the investigation into Hunter Biden should have taken five weeks if you were really ponderous in the investigation. Five weeks. It's kind of a simple question. What do you think you'd do? What do you think you're looking for if you're investigating a guy for tax evasion? Here's how much money he made. Here's his tax rate. Here's how much he paid in taxes. Oh, look, that doesn't square. We must have a criminal violation here. Doesn't take a lot of time to investigate that. The Democrats dithered and messed around. And the, oh, look, oh, uh, bummer. The statute of limitations has expired on 2014, 2015. Sorry. Mr. Ziegler knows that full well. He testified at length about his frustration over that. But he had a question about Hunter Biden's 2018 tax crimes, which have not yet lapsed, but will soon. Thus, as I read the public documents as the Department of Justice action against Hunter Biden, there is nothing that indicates Hunter Biden will be required to amend his false tax return for 2018. A false tax return that includes proper deductions, improper deductions for prostitutes, sex clubs, and his, chi- and his adult children's tuition. Well, when your job is being a crack addict and a immoral gigolo, maybe you think you can write off prostitutes and sex clubs. I don't, I've never tried to, I've, I've written off my, uh, my ESPN on my cable bill when I was a sports writer. I suppose if you're a, you know, a freak that's betting down every single thing that moves, maybe you think you can get away with deducting your sex club membership. And if you're a Biden, you know, nobody F's with a Biden, as Joe says. So you can get away with everything. Am I doing a good job hiding my utter disdain for these people? I'm trying a little bit to. (laughs) Um, The irony of yesterday's whistleblower testimony is that the most explosive revelation from the testimony was elicited during questioning by a Democrat. Actually, it wasn't really elicited. It was just stated by a Democrat. Chief doofus Dan Goldman, heir to the uh, Levi Strauss fortune, a child of privilege, if ever there were one, (laughs) decides he's going to really stick it to Gary Shapley, the IRS supervisor testifying before him. Except, I wonder if Dan Goldman, after he got this, sentence about halfway out of his mouth was like, 
I got to reel that back in. Ah, come on, I got to reel this back in. And you testified that he said to, to, that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business, and he was okay. Talking well, to that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. Yes. Whoops. Dan Goldman just submitted for the record that Hunter Biden told his father, "I'm going to be in business with these guys." Wait a second. Hold on. I know you're thinking what I'm thinking, right? I thought Joe Biden said like a bazillion times, "I have never discussed." My son's foreign business dealings. Is there any wiggle room? Can I wiggle my hips in between? Never discussed. Never. Never discussed. And what Dan Goldman just said, Hunter Biden told his dad. No, there's no wiggle room in there. That's why the White House has now said Joe Biden is never in business with Hunter Biden. Oh, oh, gee, that's not any different, is it? Yeah, only a miles and miles and miles of difference between the two. So when you're a stooge like Dan Goldman and the entire Democratic Party wrath is raining down on you for being such an idiot that you introduce into the record something that the president has vehemently denied over and over and over again, well, then you have no recourse except to double down on stupid in a post-testimony television interview. So there is actually no basis to say that this is somehow a politically, uh, somehow political interference or a weaponization, as they say, of the Department of Justice. In fact, based on my experience, I'm shocked that Hunter Biden was even charged with these crimes. If you look at the history of civil and criminal enforcement of tax issues and just look at Roger Stone's case, uh, he he effectively did the same thing as Hunter Biden and he simply paid a fine. So the fact that he's even taking a plea deal, in my mind, demonstrates a two-tiered system of justice against Hunter Biden, not at all in favor of Donald Trump or the Republicans. Oh, so it's Hunter Biden who's being targeted by the two-tiered system, based on Dan Goldman's experience. He said, based on my experience. What is your experience, Dan? Uh, Dan's experience is he was, uh, he is the uh, Levi Strauss heir. He's contributed $4 million to his own congressional campaign. Do you know what congressional campaigns typically have in the campaign coffers? Less than a million. He put four million in his own. Uh, He went to the Sidwell Friends School, an elite Washington, D.C. high school that other children of prominent public figures, including Sasha Obama and Chelsea Clinton, also attended. He got a B.A. in history from Yale, and then he went to law school at Stanford. Oh, he worked for MSNBC, too. Shocked he'd have that perspective. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.